You're listening to the Loud Thumbs Podcast. Get ready for games, entertainment, and adult beverages. Around here, we only have three rules. Game on, volume up, and stay loud. Hosted by your stout savoring super fan, Nick, and his IPA-inspired co-host, Josh. Time to get loud. Hey everybody, welcome back this week to the Loud Thumbs Podcast, your place for news, reviews, games, and brews. I'm one of your hosts, Nick. And I'm your other host, Josh. Uh, If you have not played this game, you should not be listening to this podcast. Uh, Counterintuitive, I've never told anyone to not listen to the Loud Thumbs (laughs) Podcast because, let's be real, everyone should be. Uh, But if you have not played this game, uh, please do not ruin it for yourself. It's that good. Do not. Uh, you've been warned. We are spoiler cast. You should see it from the JPEG you've clicked on. If you accidentally clicked on it, you're getting a second warning from Nick, that guy over here. Do not continue listening because we're going to go right out the gates. Go back and watch our spoiler free review. OK, uh, and then come back here after you've played God of War Ragnarok. Yes, because you all should. Absolutely. hundred percent. thousand percent. So we're going to go right into this here and just get into it because there is so much to talk about and not enough time. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We need like another three hours of podcast to talk about it all, but we won't drag it on for three hours. Right. We won't. We will will keep it down. But man, what a story. Uh, The the arc. The arc is just insane that this game goes through. The character development of so many characters all happening. Many. (laughs) So much. And none of it ever gets lost. No one ever feels left out. Everything feels good. Yeah. I mean, you have Kratos. You have Atreus. You have Freya. You have Brock. You have Sindri. You have Tyr. You have Odin. You have Thor. You have Throod. You have Seer or or, uh, Sif. Uh, you have um, um, e- even oh. Mimir gets some, right? And Mimir, Mimir gets some too. E- yeah, uh, Mimir gets a love story. I that he came does. out of left field. I fucking loved it because usually and Mimir is your he's your lore drop. He's your comedy break, and yep. then you get a little bitty love story for Mimir. You do, and then also also we get to see Faye finally. You know, we never saw yes. Faye in the first game, so we loved get to see- Faye. Yeah, the, all the dream sequences with you know Kratos and her were uh, just fucking phenomenal. So, oh, my like, god, I think that's a word that doesn't get used a lot with God of War is beauty. There is so much beauty in the story that they put out for this game. Uh, the last two, especially, uh, just they're beautiful they're beautiful stories man there's so they much shit are. that happens oh my gosh and you don't see any of it coming it's so like just rich with everything i mean we talked about it a little bit previously where it's just so little words so much meaning oh, it's just yes. crazy that should be like the subtitle <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yes <laughs> so little words so much meaning and it is yeah. i mean it, it, it hits home in so many different ways, but 
Uh, let's start. We, we, we first, let's start. We got Thor and Odin showing up at Kratos's house asking for a peace treaty. Let's uh, just, what are the balls on these guys, right? You couldn't cut the tension with the <laughs> Leviathan X, man. <laughs> right. I, oh my God. The understated, like underlying tension, that entire scene where it's only accident by Atreus nervously getting drinks standing in the background yeah. not sure what to do them trying to play like a dick measuring contest by <laughs> Thor light putting mjolnir on the table and then kratos putting leviathan eggs on the table it just just happened to like the most intense stare down yeah they were man it, it, it was yeah it was a pissing contest for sure uh but it, such such a well-written and you know, well acted, uh, just beginning, I guess. I mean, because yes, you know, the hard beginning we get is Atreus and and Kratos. You know, you kind of see the new father son dynamic because it's been some years, and now yep. we have oh, okay, we have an understanding. You know, they seem to be a little bit better as far as team goes, but you can still tell there's not a whole lot of communication happening, and there's just right, uh, a, right. a lot of unspoken things being happening. Uh, unsaid like you know like yeah more assumed than said uh is happening throughout the game and uh i just i the beginning i didn't expect but then again it was kind of mimicking 2018 with boulder showing up and yeah the fight definitely parallel yeah it really did so uh you you kind of felt like you were at home you know like, like okay cool you know i'd like i get this like we're part of the same universe now we're fighting the dad instead of the kid and so on and so forth right uh, right and uh or i guess it was the brother right yes you know, boulder and thor were brothers but yeah man i i couldn't i could not i couldn't write a story like this like it's just so intricate it's so well done uh didn't see it's half so of the things co- coming yeah so <laughs> cohesive at the same time like nothing nothing's jarring nothing's out of i mean there's things out of left field but it it's you're still in the ballpark it's not like it flew over the fence and now like then why is this here um, right it all feels really good yeah it, it was amazing um i you said it already on our on our previous show but like it is it, ha- it has to be one of the best, if not the best stories in video games. Yeah. Period. And I feel like the overall like idea of God of War, it's it's a, it's a tra- it's not Trace, it's Kratos against the world. He's a badass. He's there to save stuff, get revenge. This is not this is not a saving the world story. This is a father son story. Yep. This is making sure my son can survive. I need to do my job as a father, um, which you, you had asked on the previous episode, you know, how I connected. Uh-huh. Now, yeah. did my best job to answer without spoiling anything uh, and on that episode. So but now I can go nuts. And that that's one of the things, man, that is an underlying like, is my son ready? Am I doing the right thing for him to be ready for what's going to come at him? Right. And yes. The, the the parallel to that is like, you know, we live in you know the real world. So, yeah, I have to set my son up for real world events, things that are going to happen to him in real life. Yes. Now. That is really no different than what Kratos has to do for Atreus. He has to set him up to be a god and be able to defend himself like a god can, but uh-huh. not be this this hated like 
like cocky God, like he was at, at the end of 2018. Right. Like yeah. he was just, he, he took it all the wrong way. I'm a God. I can do whatever I want, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. To, right. To reel that in and, and redirect him in the right way. Uh, and that overarching theme of do better. You can do better. You can be better, you know? Yes. Yeah. You can change and, and all that kind of stuff really hundred percent hits home with me like that. That was the over arcing point to the whole thing with me and my son and Kratos and Atreus. Like it was a hundred percent connection for me. Yeah. I, I am not surprised. I think there is going to be a lot of fathers and sons having some conversations after playing this game. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the, the cool thing is, is uh, you know, my son sat here and, and essentially watched me play the whole game as well. So we kind of had that moment too to connect with his play uh, as I played as well. Yeah. Um, which is super cool and it's fantastic he loves video games and this was just another game for him to be like oh this is so cool like i i can do this it's like it's you can do so many upgrades and you can change things because there's so many things built into this game that you can do um but uh so we got to talk here if we break it down by characters we just named all the ones and all of them have some sort of overarching storyline that happens um the big one, obviously, is Kratos and Atreus, but taking them out of the mix, what character did you feel like, holy shit, I didn't see, wow, you know, whatever you can think of was next for you? Um. Oh, man, I think it was Odin. I think he oh, yeah. was okay. such... Um, I guess not really like from like a relating standpoint, but like uh, ke- well, kept no. me on my toes um didn't know how much of an asshole he could actually be until he kept one upping himself as an asshole every yeah. step of the every step of the way Dude. like it, <laughs> <laughs> oh, i wanted to punch him and his dumb fucking face the whole time uh-huh. and that's a testament to that actor uh oh, yeah. I, I don't know his name off the top of my head uh but beautifully beautifully done it's like if joffrey got to like from game of thrones got the grow up and now he's oh a guy. yeah right yeah good, just, you hate take. him every way he's but he's so good because you hate him so much yeah and getting to fight him my poor wife on the couch she was she was <laughs> beside me when i went to fight him because of, like we got the you know obviously you know played the game so that's why you're listening yeah uh you fight you fight get to fight odin and i'm like yes let's fucking go oh punch your dumb fucking right <laughs> and so i immediately went in and used like all my abilities because so oh, excited yes. to fight him oh uh, yes because i'm blowing it all i'm doing this now and the fight was so good and it was so satisfying yeah. but yeah odin was the one that was a standout character for me um quite a lot because it wasn't just a fight against like just saving, but like saving the world. But Odin was such an asshole. You wanted to fight him. You wanted to get vengeance and not do it the right way. Almost. Yeah. He was, he was a very good bad guy. Uh, And it's, it's honestly, it's difficult to write a good bad guy. It really, really is. Yeah. And he, he did. He felt like a Thanos kind of esque character. You know, he just had too much power for his own good and he wanted more. And yeah. it just felt like his his path to like finding the infinity stones, you know, the pieces of the mask that you're looking for was his pieces of the infinity stone, you know, uh-huh. and to, yeah. see it, to see it taken away from him was so fucking good, too. Uh, you know? Yeah. Um, and you still hated him up until the end because he just till his last breath tried to manipulate Atreus till yes. his dying breath was trying to manipulate him. 
even when he knew everything was futile, couldn't just give up and just, you know, have one like last piece of honor. He just till his dying breath was a manipulator. Yeah. Which and, was, and you know, yeah. that's a testament to Kratos and, you know, his, his son, obviously raising his son to be the God that he's, he knows he can be right. Yes. And it, it was just like, I, you see it, like you get instant gratification as a father when you see something like that, that your son does, you know, like I, I get that when my son holds the door open for, you know, a little old lady, you know, or just, just uh-huh. anybody in general, you know, it's like that a boy, you know, that's just, yeah. that's how, that's how you gotta be right. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, you know, seeing him stand up for everything was, was a very big payoff. I, I love that. Oh um, yes. And a great, great battle too. Is it awesome? You know, three, three tier i think you went through with odin on that yeah so so much fun very who who is your standout character then mine was actually freya um i I was kind of hoping you said because i want to talk about freya too yeah dude like to watch her from 18 i i enjoyed her character so much in 18 yes then to see the plummet that happens with her character in this it fully made sense. I mean, oh, she lost yeah. a kid. I'm, I don't know what that feels like. I can only imagine that. But I, you know, imagining it's terrible enough. So who wants to go anymore? Yes. And she was just so pissed off and, you know, lost in the beginning of this game uh, that I, I honestly did not see her growing into a character that stayed around. I thought there would be a battle at some point and she gone. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like you'd have to like she would try to do the same thing to Kratos that they did to her in the first game. Like, yes, she was going to get her vengeance. She was going to make Kratos feel the way she felt. I, 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 I too questioned if she was going to be a prominent character or you'd have to do what you didn't want to. Yep, exactly. And, you know, I, I didn't know which way that was going to happen, but it was going to happen some way in my mind. But then, like, you know, there's so many twists and turns in this in this game that in the story, it just... I didn't expect it at all to be uh, that like it just. Oh, my God, like the moment, like one of my favorite parts of the game was as far as story goes, was when you uh, or Kratos and Freya team up for the first time. They're back together. They're trying to free Freya from Odin's hold because she's trapped yeah. in one realm right now. And the stories that they're talking about and how they're talking to each other. And then you finally, to a lot of people who've never played the originals, uh, original God of Wars didn't know some of the backstory that, Oh, Hey, I um, didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You being one of them, right. That, you know, Kratos's family, he murdered his whole family. He was tricked, murdered his whole family, not knowing that it was them. And then was essentially, you know, held for, a ransom like i mean he he's okay you're gonna work for us now you know and then eventually yeah. making his way into being a god of war but that story kind of comes out and then you get the connection between kratos and freya and they've both gone through massive loss they can both relate yeah freya had no idea kratos doesn't want to talk about it but he still gets a little bit out to explain to her that he does know and then she actually yeah. starts to apologize and explain to him that she, you know, uh-huh. he obviously he doesn't want to talk about it and she knows how he would feel and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I just that whole overall arc connection that happened um, that just touched me like it hit me like 
Like, yeah, man, they're like, they're so they good. Should, they should be best friends, man. I mean, because they've both been through the, the same horrible shit and they can be there to support each other, uh, you know, mentally as, you know, a friendship should be. And to see it grow mm-hmm. into that, that's, that's where it grew into. It grew into that. Like, you know, they, they more or less became friends in the end and was like, you know, let's go clean up Ragnarok, you know, let's go clean up all the after Ragnarok. Right, you know, right. And that I was a huge that, surprise to me. Yeah. I think that was a huge moment of character development for Kratos. But normally he's stoic. He doesn't, Kratos doesn't do what Kratos doesn't want to do. And this moment he's like, you know what? Is he, he, the dialogue does th- go through and he's like, I don't want to talk about this. And then later he's like, he, I assume he thinks to himself, I'm being a bit of a hypocrite. I want, I want Freya to open up. I think yeah. I have to. I think yeah. I have to do give that same respect. And then he's like, um, yeah, I, I, I was forced to murder my wife and daughter. And then that's where that kind of came out. And that's where that bond came out. I'm like, oh, man, like Kratos doesn't talk about anything that Kratos doesn't want to talk about. He doesn't really talk much at all, even let alone right. talk about things that are that are painful for him. Yeah. So I thought and that I was a huge moment. And I can't I can't imagine like you like that's a bombshell. Like you, you don't know that you don't know that, that he killed enormous. his family. Yeah. Yes. Right. So for, for a lot of people who've never played the originals, that was the other part that I loved so much about that part of the game was that it Im- immediately made a connection to the original games in a way that it didn't have to, but it did. It made total sense. And all yes. it did was build from there. It, it was like a great oh, foundation absolutely. between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah absolutely. And I loved at the end of that mission, or I think it was maybe a little bit later where he says, uh, I don't regret saving you, but I never will. But I should have, I should have never taken the choice from what about life for life or death from you. And that's correct. Moment. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and how that's that circled back <laughs> all the way to the end of the game. Yeah. Oh, fucking goosebumps. Just thinking right? about it. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. When they had Odin's Odin soul in the marble. Oh my God. And no. when Atreus chose, I thought when he brought, took out his knife, he was going to straight stab him in the chest. Yeah. Like, like yeah. he did Brock. Uh, and I'm like, he's like, I wish you didn't, ha- you didn't say, it. and they trapped his soul instead in- inside of his own marble. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> what an amazing twist. Because that's the thing that Atreus would do. He found a way to not take the violent path. Yeah. Um, I know it's a bit tangency <laughs> from the prayer <laughs> conversation, but oh no, the, we're good. Man. How the ending of that came full circle oh, was beautiful. Yeah. So well written. Yeah. It, it was so great. Um, I, yeah, that that those words he said were so deep. I loved it. And um, like I said, you know, like few words, huge meaning, man. It's just so yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, the writing in this game is is the top notch of anything like I, this game solidified Sony Santa Monica for me, period for like, just put what you put out and I'm I'm in like I'm going to yeah. watch yeah. this studio because of this game. And, and you know what? I. I was still watching it from the first game, but we've already stated this is a better game than 2018 in our opinion. Mm-hmm. And yep. Yep. all you, all you did was just say, Hey, watch, watch what we're going to do. Watch me. You know what I mean? Like you did it yes. once and you're like, Oh, okay. You know, it's like Michael Jordan. Like you won one, you won one championship. Okay. Watch me next year. And then you win two championships. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan now. I'm going to watch you. I love you. I, you know, like that kind of thing. Like, you know, now yes. it's not a fluke. You're just going to do it. And I feel like they just have 
such good talent going on. It's just insane. So incredible, incredible. The uh, the speaking of the spirits, I, I I have to ask because we're we're big pup lovers around here. We we both have dogs, and yes, the the beginning with with Fenrir and he passes uh, away. That, that was a super touching real moment. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, there's a few moments in this game that got me real choked up. But man, I so obviously I'm a tag here the husky. Uh, yeah. Hero is my husky, and they're a very wolfy looking dog. So when like Fenrir died in the beginning, I'm like, why you got to start this way? Why you got to start <laughs> off the game with feelings? Right, <laughs> right. Oh, uh, and the, then when you fight Garm, yeah. and Atreus has that um, an epic cutscene, by the way. Oh, you, so good. Atreus up onto the wolf. <laughs> yeah. And he comes back as Fenrir. Oh, dude yes like i was i was sitting here playing and i was i was instantly like oh oh like i was just like yes you know and then like yeah he he finally goes and sees him and then like he's just like sit and he sits and he's just like boom you know makes a big (laughs) thud and 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 kratos is like befuddled he's like how you know like he has no idea like he's like so you know that thing i did and then he explains it to to his dad and he's like, I put Fenrir inside of Garm. You know, he didn't have a soul, so I put a soul in him, and it worked. And then now this is Fenrir. It's like, holy shit, that's amazing. I made, I made the connection about the soul and the knife and Fenrir in the moment he cast a spell, uh, uh, and yep. he stabbed stabbed the wolf. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's Fenrir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got so excited. I'm like, got his puppy back. Yes, he yes, it was so dope. It was so oh, good. Dude. Fenrir was ferocious and fucking adorable at the same time. Right. Yeah. He was so cute when he came back and you see him in the ending, like the war, and he just like rips stuff to shreds. I'm like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ain't no playing around with that boy. None yeah. at all. Yeah, that was uh that was super good. Um I I loved I, I actually had to screen record it. The the he did exactly what my dog does um when he became Fenrir for the first time in Garm's body he uh he kind of like hunkers down and he kind of like army crawls up to him you know yes <laughs> it's like super so cute. cute and then he's like right yeah. there at him you know and i'm like that's such our dog like it's ridiculous so um uh-huh. i had to save that and then you know showed the wife when she came back home i was like you you might recognize this move here and then she was like yep that's that's Kara. that's our dog <laughs> <laughs> i was like it's too good yeah. I, had to, I had to save it I had to save it uh I, definitely that was, one of my favorite parts absolutely that's what i was gonna say man it, i loved that it was just an amazing uh I didn't expect to happen at all. Yeah. And, so that's a great sequence in general because you, you beat them and then they're like, you're all disappointed because like you had to kill him and, and Atreus is all sad. You're like, damn, I wish there was another way. And same. he comes back and he's chasing you through the environment and stuff. And there's fight part two, which is equally as fun as the first part. Uh huh. And then it ends in the best possible way. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I love same. it. Same. Absolutely loved it. I was, I was actually, I mean, I know he was a, he was a a realm eating, you know, giant wolf named Garm, but uh, I didn't want him to die. <laughs> no, no, not at I all. Like, I was like, God, I gotta kill him. I was like, I don't want it. Ah, so reluctantly, you know, I do it, and then yeah, he uh, he gets to come back as an even cooler pup. So I was like, Hell yes, this is awesome. Yes, still doing still doing cool shit, but just for the right side, you know. That's all. Yeah, I mean, he came to the final rescue without without Fenrir being a, a loyal puppo. Yeah, um, they'd all be dead. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um. So 
let's talk weapons. We can finally talk about this yes. third and secretive weapon that none of us saw coming, which oh, I definitely blew did me not out see. of the water. I didn't right. know it was going to happen. Never. It's so good. The reveal was amazing, and the weapon is even better. Yeah, a spear for a Spartan, dude. What else makes any more sense, right? Oh, uh, yes. Damn, yes. that's so cool. And in, in Brock's uh, one-liners and shit, he's like, looks like you've been doing something with that, huh? You know, and he's like, <laughs> a Spartan's first weapon they are trained on is a spear. You know, like, you know, he's just yeah. like, holy shit, so good, so good. Dude, that ended up being my favorite weapon. Above the Le- Leviathan X and the Blades of Chaos, the drop near spear was my favorite weapon. What, w- what was your ultimate attack with it? What was your uh, your high attack? Your combo? Uh, so I always, 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 almost, maybe not always, but I always tried to tried to use it. The the first runic attack you get, the one that has the really long shoot forward and stab. Okay. Yeah. Um. Always use that for an approach. Okay. Yep. Because it covers so much distance. I would go in, launch it, maybe do my heavy runic or combo that in with grab another weapon, do a different runic attack. Yeah. Um, in well, the, what was your heavy then? If that was your light, because that would have been your light attack. What was your L1 R2 combo? Um, R2 was the raining of spears for heavier yes. enemies. The, the, the then, sky drops like a fucking hundred of them yes. fall, dude. But the best crowd control one was the one that uh, unleashed tornadoes. Yes. Do the big yes. swing move. I accidentally right. forgot to switch it for the final fight and ended up not missing it that much. Okay. Um, but it was really, really good crowd control because those tornadoes just sweep the ground and then hit enemies as you as it went. Yeah. Um, so really loved that. Yeah, I played around with a little bit of those. I ended up sticking with the original two you mentioned there. You know, the from the sky and then uh the the straight up stab because it was like it was almost like auto locked on too for you, so it went right for the enemy no matter which way you were pointing, and that was kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. And it auto extracted the element from the enemy. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, but um, just the yeah. approach was too good, especially for like boss creatures and like mini bosses when they're about to wind up for an attack and you can't get there in time. You just yep. did that and you were in their face for extra damage. Yeah. yeah, you just shot across the map there and just tore them up. So it was good shit. Um, so, yeah, I I am at the point now where I've kind of leveled up everything to this point. And now it's like, which one do I like more? Because uh, all of them are equal as far as strength goes in a yes. way. Mm-hmm. they're all different but they're all equal for sure yeah they're different but equal so like it just became like this really fun like plethora that i just played with all the uh-huh. time i'm uh-huh. always switching around you know and i just come at characters with whatever the game kind of tells you you know if they have white above their head you should be hitting them with some fire if they have red above their head you should be hitting them with some ice you know that kind of thing because you want to hit them yeah, with the opposite of effect and yep. um i uh I just, I really started to, to really like that part of it. I I did not like it in the beginning. I was not a fan oh, of sure, talking, sure. talking with some friends about that. I was just like, I don't like that they're forcing you to play the game the way they want you to. Now, granted, I could have just fought, you know, ice with ice and it would have took longer, but it, you know, mm-hmm. it, would, it yeah. made longer battles, but what's the point, right? But when I got that third weapon, something about that spear and having that ability to use something that just had a neutral ability that affected yeah. both of them kind of the same. Uh, the versatility. Yeah. Oh, it just made, it made the balance just come in for some reason, which makes no sense. Cause three doesn't balance. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> you know? So it's like yeah. 1.5, but it, it so worked for me. I just loved 
a hundred percent after yeah. I got that spear. I, I was like, like, I love it. The combat was more balanced after that. Like the game started off real hard. And then I noticed myself struggling a lot less and not like I super aggressively like, farmed or did anything like that. Like I yeah. did a lot of the, I did all the initial Muselheim uh, challenges and stuff just to have fun. And honestly, I think it made me better at the game, but just mm-hmm. man, after that spear, I felt like it was a, just a different game almost. Yeah, absolutely. As far and as difficulty goes, it's just much more balanced. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. And I, I know I had, I had the similar feelings as well, but then like I had the thing where I, started using square more often with my partner abilities. So I'd have yes. a, a Treus or Freya with me or Brock sometimes even through. Uh, and it was just, it became second nature to be squaring it up, you know, and yeah. just yeah. going spear axe, you know, blades all over the place. And it was so fun. It was just such a good combination of things to do that never got stale which was so hard to do in video games and it never got stale man the animations were always great the the abilities you could use were always interchangeable you'd fall in love with some for a while and then lock a cooler one and you'd take it over it you know Um, yeah 100 i I loved the combat and the way that all the weapons and your partners played off of it you know depending on your fighting style you could use them in any way you wanted yeah, yeah, and even Atreus got Ingrid the sword, which I thought was super oh. cool. Loved Ingrid, In- Ingrid. Um, and when he, uh, I didn't know what other significance it would have until uh, Freyr summoned it. And I'm like, yeah. what's he doing? I'm like, oh, that's his sword. Yeah, his, his mischievous ass would have the right. cool ass like magic sentient sword. Yeah, and, and so it, and you did you catch the whole thing that they were like lovers, like they were like lovers bound because like he like mentally like Freyr was like the the guy who loved things and was uh-huh. always like a, a very romantic type guy and Ingrid was the same way so instead of finding anything that was embodying something they just kind of were each other's partner and I was <laughs> like that's fucking cool too like you know that yeah. just show, the, yeah. shows the connection you know and they were together until death you know like that was like super cool and meaningful too you know right right i thought yeah. that was just a neat little thing that uh they didn't have to include that they did but you know freya made a made a point to talk about that uh at the time which was cool yes yeah so good dude so yeah. good yeah but man um, i love that spear Oh yeah, that spear, that Drottner spear was amazing. So I, I would love to have all three of them somewhere on like a wall one day, which would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very, very cool. Hell, Hell yes. Hell yeah. But I, uh, I, I will say, man, like the uh, talking into the abilities and then just kind of leaning into some more stuff that you could do. What character style did you build? Like, did you, I, I had a tank in the end, man. Like if you're watching some of the footage on YouTube or if you run over there and check it out, like most of the stuff you're going to see toward the end, Kratos straight up tank, man. It looks like he's wearing tank armor, you know, like my defense, <laughs> my defense was like nearly maxed and my strength was about halfway. And then I didn't really pay yeah. too much care for vitality and, and runics and cooldowns and all those. I just kind of let those go and just focus more on defense. So I could just like yeah. terrorize whatever I wanted and take the, take the brunt of it. Um, did, did you lean one way or the other on yours? You just kind of balance a character out. 
Yeah, so I definitely leaned towards the defensive, which is the opposite of what I did for 2018. I think the difficulty kind of demanded that in the beginning. Yeah. Um, um, at least I, I felt like it did. Um, so I went with a healthy balance between defense and vitality with strength as strength as a tertiary tertiary okay. um, stat, and then runic when I could swing it. But yeah, defense and vitality, um, definitely stats I, I favored for damage mitigation. Yeah. So I felt like I was good enough at the controls and, and the damage. And I felt like my damage output was good enough that um, if I can mitigate damage to me based on my own dumb mistakes, then I could I could push through, which yeah. uh, paid off for me overall. I'm curious to to change it up now that I've beaten the game and I feel like the balance is better in the second half. If I could maybe lean more on the offensive like I did in the first game and just wreck things before they wreck me instead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was a little sad to not see a new game plus. Did you you didn't have an option for that come up yet, did you? I did not actually. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really wanted a new game plus to play through again at the beginning. Um I almost wonder if the drop near spear was why we didn't get that. Um, because I oh. feel like it would change a lot of the dynamic with the puzzles and everything at the beginning. It could. Could. Yeah. I mean, because you, you see a lot of the things in the beginning, which which is a little a slight negative that I could say about gameplay. Um, now that I can kind of talk about the spear and stuff in this in this episode was seeing those things, you know, with the air blowing out of them and not knowing what the hell you can do with them. And then your character's like, well, I don't have what we need there, brother. So uh, we'll just go on now. I'm like, oh, yeah, wait a minute. You know, like what the hell? There's some like, things I didn't get back to. Yeah, I know it's exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Forgot right. about them after the fact. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and then when you go back after you, you realize, oh, I can do these little puzzly things now and unlock a couple of things. But um, I almost wonder if that's why we didn't get it. But uh, that would that would be like a very small and minor nitpick that I would do based off of what I've seen and and everything um, that I didn't didn't super care for. But sure. Uh, that not a huge deal, but anyway, so th- we got to talk about the grandiose, the ending ending. Okay. Um, yeah, for sure. Obviously Kratos doesn't die. I thought we would have a dead Kratos by the end. I thought they would, because I think they've mentioned that this, sh- this is going to be the last Kratos fo- folks game, right? Yeah. This should be the end of the God of War. So uh, saga. I thought like they just nail in that coffin give him a glorious, glorious death. Um, and then be like, okay, he's dead. Now we can't do anything with him anymore. Now it's a Trace's right. turn. Right. Um, yeah. He didn't. I almost with the ending, I almost got some DLC vibes to really see out what you see on that last panel on that cabinet. Yeah. Well, they did. They did confirm no DLC. So they said, no oh, they up. did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I really liked the whole last panel set up with, uh, you know, him, the, you know, obviously Frey, uh, Faye has, uh, you know, made some changes to what uh, the story is going to be. She kind of wrote the story and wasn't even around for it, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and she, you know, she paints the golden statue of Kratos with people bowing to him and him just kind of lost, never thinking that he could be, you know, a reputable God, right? You know, people actually looked up yeah, to you. just a good dude. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A guy who goes out and saves, you know, eight of the nine realms from dying, uh, from an overall 
death, you know, like uh, from Asgard. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I didn't see the ending coming. Super awesome twist. Super great twist to see that you, you get to play as Atreus. Um, I, so many things in this game were twisty, turny and just fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, it, the two parts in this game that, that hit home for me, uh, that hit the old emotional button was the beginning with Fenrir. That was a hundred percent like, Oh damn. And then the, the final beat when you see the panel open, you understand what it all meant, what it was all done for. It wasn't all for naught. And Mm -hmm, mm Kratos, you then, you then walk out, you, you say your, your speech or your little piece to, uh, Mimir and Freya and then you start the walk back as like the walk down the hill is happening through the snow and the music's hitting and the credits begin to roll dude that was like holy shit like it all hit at once like how fucking good was this you know what I mean yeah I had the same like I I was usually I'm really annoyed with some like long credit stuff, but like I needed a moment to process that final (laughs) scene between Atreus and Kratos. Good Lord. What a tearjerker that one was. Oh yeah. Um, And like, I I, I needed that moment to like gather myself a little bit. hundred percent. And you know, you get the great father son moment. You get the individual moments where you see Atreus growing into a man going off on his own now yeah you also have kratos who's like grown into a whole different person than he thought he could ever be you know and what a whole different person we ever thought he could be as well yes and yes on top of that we get to see the story that Faye made essentially happen by all of her actions with you know interacting with you know all of the all the future and all the the you know the whatever we want to say, yeah. all, all, all of it that could have happened if she didn't interfere and she interfered, lost her life due to it, but changed the life of the, the two most meaningful people in her life. Right. Yes. So you, you get a culmination of all three of those at the same time, super hard to, uh, to swallow all that at once, man. You definitely got to compress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So oh, for sure. It was so damn good. Um, once again, like we said, just super great storytelling with a, an amazing video game slapped on top of it. You just you can't go wrong here. You just can't. No, not even close. Go play right now if you're not playing already or you haven't already finished it. If you have, we want to know what you think about this game because we love to talk video games and this is all the buzz right now. So now is the time, you know, seize the day. Carpe diem. Let's talk some God of War. <laughs> Yes, we want to know. We want an excuse to talk about this game even more. 100%. So you know where to find us on everything. Discord links, everything are below and all of the show notes. And get out there and play, guys, because this is one you cannot miss. If you're playing video games and if you're listening to this podcast, we're sure you are. Go do this. (laughs) You will not regret your purchase. All right, everybody. Well, we are going to get out of here. We have some games to play ourselves. Time to do some streaming uh, later on. So hopefully you guys will watch that and enjoy those as we put them out. And we will see you on the next one. Until then, game on. Volume up. And stay loud. Why did you do that?
seen their mother. Email, follow, watch, and listen to all of our content by visiting loudthumbs.com and join the loud crowd. To help us grow the show, you can leave an Apple podcast review or give us a Spotify star rating. It really helps us stand out. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers, Caleb Lynch, Brian Coger, Lisa Westerberg, Zach Mezra, Holden Moffitt, SirsFurniture.com.